Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. And, oh, we have a great guest today. His name is Steve Backland with Igniting Hope Ministries. And you guys might recognize his last name, Backland. We had Wendy on here last spring talking about encounters. And, woo, I had to to go back and ask again for Steve to come on because Steve brings such a cool, um, grounded, truth, um, presence and wisdom to declarations, which is something that I have talked about here on Holistic Hearts, um, multiple times and through our own course that we have, uh, walking through your kingdom identity and how important declarations are. So Steve, thank you for coming on the show. And I would love for you to introduce yourself and just share all of your knowledge. <laughs> Kristen, it's great to be here, and I'm so glad to hear uh, just uh, of Wendy being with you and the encounter, and we've been married over 40 years, and it's been been so fun to watch what God has done in her life and her finding her own unique kind of niche and emphasis in her life, and we... We've been, we were senior pastors for 17 years. I, I was in central Nevada. We pastored there in the 90s, then in a place called Weaverville, California for seven years. Been a part of church leadership for a long time. I'm in Reading now on staff at Bethel Church here, but we have our own ministry called Igniting Hope Ministries, and, and we have a mandate to ignite hope. It's our assignment because there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people. Mm. We do not have hope and hope's an unstoppable force. And I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality that there is and mm. that our hope level determines our influence level. And he who is the most hope has the most influence. I love that. And my favorite definition of hope right now is hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. Mm, hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present and I have the power to help make it so and so our our whole ministry is is really focused on the renewing of the mind Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of your mind I used to try to be transformed just by trying harder and focusing (laughs) on my behavior Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on my beliefs and it's so just this is even this topic today about declarations is really linked into it. So I'm, I'm excited just to be with you. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I cannot refer to you. Or, I mean, I just posted on my personal page, like everybody go to Igniting Hope Ministries, because if you want declarations, if you want, I'm doing the Victorious Emotions course with Wendy, mm. and it has blown my mind. I've read that book probably three times and now even going through it you know, as a course, it's transformative and, and how you bring in the declarations. I love how you continually see hope 
and you continue. I love the declaration of, um, I have hope that the future is always going to be better. And I mean, there's more hope in that, which I totally needed to hear that, especially this morning. It was a rough morning in the, in the school and children department. Um, and you know, in those places that we hold that, that feel hopeless, um, when we hear that declaration, can you say it again? Yeah. Uh, hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power to help make it so. Mm. Yes. Yes. And actually, because once we lose hope, uh, hope is the ingredient for improvement and excellence and forward movement. I mean, once we lose hope, then we move into survivalism. Mm-hmm. And, and I've been there. I mean, we all, we're all battling for hope. And, and really what, what changed my life was I was reading a book by Francis Frangipan called The Three Battlegrounds. And one of the battlegrounds is the mind. Mm-hmm. And he said, every area of your life that doesn't glisten with hope <laughs> means you're believing a lie. Wow. And that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. Wow. Now, so every area of your life doesn't glisten with hope means you're believing a lie. And that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. And I read that, I become instantly discouraged <laughs> because man, I can't find one area of hope, let alone glistening hope. Wow. And I realized I had good Bible doctrine, but bad beliefs. Wow. Wow. And you know, because I want good Bible doctrine. If we don't have good Bible doctrine, I mean, just... I mean, we need it. Like Jesus, God, the authority of scripture, salvation by grace through faith alone. Mm. But I had bad beliefs about God, bad beliefs about me, bad beliefs about the people in my life, bad beliefs about my future, bad beliefs about my nation. And it, that, that quote, and then Romans fifteen thirteen supports that, where it says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Mm. So the moment I believe truth is the moment I get filled by the God of hope. Wow. So increasing hope is the evidence I'm renewing my mind with truth instead of lies. Wow. And, and so, yeah, just we're all battling. We all got things in our life that seems hopeless. Every one of us mm-hmm. does. <laughs> and if, if we have something that seems hopeless, welcome to the club. Right. Because <laughs> we true. all do. Yes. But the Lord, he said, we heard this you know, just in our dialogue and prayer. This is what we concluded the Lord said to us. He said, your hopelessness about the problem is a bigger problem than the problem. Wow. Woo. Cause if, yeah, because if you don't go after the beliefs that are creating your lack of hope, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to change your, your, you're just trying to change behaviors, trying to change outcomes, trying to change circumstances then you're not going after the real root of the problem. Yeah. Which is what you're believing. Huh. Wow. Okay. So let, let's unpack that a little bit. So declarations mm-hmm. and affirmations, which is a big thing right now in just the world, like the I am statements. So how would you differentiate between I am statements that the world is bringing like those kind of truth statements of I am strong. I am enough. I am with declarations. 
So what, what is the difference with those two? <laughs> well, I mean, just because the world is doing something, just because new age is doing something, I mean, all, all, anything that works is going to be a, um, it's going to be something in scripture. I mean, all, all yeah. they can do is counterfeit. All they can do, and and there there's certain principles in life that are are going to work. If somebody is generous, friend, just the law of the spirit of generosity, mm-hmm. it's going to bring a blessing back to their own life. Yeah, and so it's. I believe that sometimes I know in my own life that I have been unable to embrace things in scripture because I've. Because it seems like something either the devil's doing or new age is doing. And declarations is one of them. It's a powerful biblical principle. Now, Mm -hmm. now declarations are faith statements about what's true, whether it's in our experience yet Mm -hmm. or or not. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, it says death and life is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Hmm. Those who love what? Those who love the revelation that life is in the power of the tongue will eat the fruit of their past words. Wow. And one of the, that's one of the greatest revelations I believe we can get to increase our talents to release life over ourselves mm-hmm. or other people. Mm-hmm. It's supported in Romans 4.17, where it says, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that do not exist as though they did. God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that do not exist as though they did. And that's really the foundation of declarations. We're calling things that do not exist, but are in line with the promises of God, are in line with our biblical identity, Mm -hmm. and we're actually speaking them as faith statements. Hmm. Because faith, the nature of faith is that you believe and then you see. Now, I used to only say, well, Lord, I... I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, amen. <laughs> yep. And God says, well, that's really, that's really noble, Steve, <laughs> that you believe something after it's in your experience. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're not a great man of faith. You're a great man of fact. Mm. Wow. And so it's, it's, it's in this, just believing our words are powerful. James 3 talks about our tongue, our words being like a bit in a horse's mouth and a rudder on a ship. And so our words are directing agents of our lives. And whatever we talk a lot about, we get pulled towards. Hmm. We get pulled towards in our life. And one of the reasons for that is because one of the greatest ways we can renew our mind is through declarations. Yeah, Declarations are a practical step of Romans 12 to mind renewal. Hmm. Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna experience something higher, I need to believe something higher. Hmm. And if I'm gonna believe something higher, 
I've got to hear something higher than what I'm experiencing and feeling, or I'm going to be stuck in what I'm experiencing and feeling. Now, I got more to say, but I'll, I'll pause there if you want to jump in. Oh, that's so good. I, I mean, my mind is reeling right now of just, okay, okay. So what does that look like tangibly? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there's that question. And then I'm thinking of um, one of my coaching clients asked me today, she said, I'm having a hard time writing, I am a good mother, because it's not scripture. And, and marrying those two of um, what does that look like practically? So even in, in that situation, what would you, what would you say to somebody like that, where it's not, you know, word for word scripture, um, but it, uh, God has given her those kids for a reason. Um, so how would you unpack that? I mean, that, and that, that's just such a great question because I, I respect that heart to make sure mm-hmm. that what we're saying is in line with the word of God. Now, I, I like to say this, if God wanted us to think small and with limitations, he did a bad job in telling us so. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, you know, who are uh, just, I mean, Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus said nothing is impossible uh, to those who believe. And, mm. and, and just even as we get back to identity, you know, can we say I am a good mom? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's that I believe the second most important question in life is who we say we are. Mm. The first most important question in life is who we say Jesus is. Yes. And I believe there's ample scriptural support for believing we're a good mom. I'm a great husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a great father. I mean, there's a Hebrews 10, 14 says he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Mm-hmm. By one offering, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. The moment I receive Jesus, I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. I am perfect. I'm perfect in righteousness. I'm perfect in love. I'm perfect in power. I'm perfect in every assignment God wants me to do. But sanctification is the process of getting into our experience who we already are. Hmm. And so I'm already who God says I am. It's just not in my experience. I'm already someone who, uh, who is a powerful influencer of the nations. But that may not be in my experience yet. Hmm. And so sanctification is the process of getting it into my experience. I remember when I was just learning about declarations, we were pastoring a, a, a small rural church in central Nevada in the United States. And, and I was just learning about this and, and I felt like the Lord said, Steve, I want you to say I radically influence nations. <laughs> and I said, Lord, I thought you said thou shalt not lie. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't I wait until I'm radically influencing nations before I say I'm mm-hmm. radically influencing nations? Mm-hmm. Well, he said, let me ask you a question. And all of this is when I say God said, it's, it's all through process of prayer, dialogue, meditation. Mm-hmm. These are the conclusions that mm-hmm. we make. Let me ask you a question, Steve. Do you wait for an apple tree to have apples on it before you call it an apple tree? 
It's so good. <laughs> I said, well, Lord, um, no. <laughs> Even if the apple tree is too young to have apples on it, mm-hmm. we're not confused about its identity. It has the gift of apples. It is, it is an apple tree. Yeah. And even if it died before it ever had apples, we still call it an apple tree. Wow. And he said, well, think about it, Steve, because you don't get your identity out of what you've done. You get your identity out of what you're created to do. <laughs> you're created to influence nations. Every promise in the Bible is true. You're, you're created with a sound mind. You're created to walk in power. You're created to be a great decision maker. You're created to see miracles. Mm. You're, that's who you are. And if you don't say it, Steve, if you don't say I radically influence nations, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And that, that just shook me up because I started saying it and it felt so wrong. (laughs) And you know why it felt wrong? Because the strongholds in me knew that they were going to get defeated if Mm -hmm. I kept saying it. Because my my negative strongholds, the the belief systems that have been created by past experience, Mm -hmm. that have been created by bad doctrine, Christian doctrine, Mm -hmm. and those limiting beliefs, they knew when I started saying, I radically influence nations. I lay hands on the sick. They recover. I'm a great leader. I'm a great father. They knew that they had limited time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't saying these declarations to convince other people. I was saying them to convince me. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't telling other people this. I wasn't going around boasting and making statements about me. I mean, with Wendy and I, we did that. We talked together. Mm-hmm. We, we spoke these things out together. But it was, again, faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. I, I needed a way to renew my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I got a revelation. It's impossible to renew your mind without being transformed. Mm. And declarations are one of the greatest ways to renew your mind, to see personal transformation and transformation through you. So so what does that look like for somebody who's just starting out with declarations? How, how would you coach them and encourage them in beginning to do declarations? Well, I would take a promise of God like Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his, his riches and glory. And I would just say, I mean, it says all your needs. I mean, mm-hmm. we we often maybe think of that more financial, but that's it. It doesn't say God's going to meet your financial needs, even though I believe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's all your needs. So I would just start with that and just say, God is meeting my emotional needs. God is meeting right now my emotional needs, my relational needs, my need of wisdom in this situation, my needs uh, in my family of of bringing healing and bringing uh, salvation. He's meeting my financial needs. He's Mm -hmm. meeting my need of trying of knowing what to do about what's happening in our nation right now. Thank you, God, you're doing it. And if you put the words, thank you in front of it, Mm -hmm. 
That's powerful. Thank you, Lord. You're meeting all my needs. Thank you. You're, <laughs> you're meeting my, my family needs. Thank you. You're, you're meeting my need for, um, you know, my lawn that's not, not looking good. Thank you, God. You're, you're, you're meeting, you're, you're answering my prayers. And so that would be one, I'd take a verse and then I would take um, past prayers that I've prayed mm. and start declaring thank you in front of it. Mm. Thank you, Lord, that that family member, you're touching them. Thank you, Father, for healing in my friend. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening my pastor. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for raising up righteous leaders in my nation. Thank you. And and so that most of my favorite declarations have thank you in front of them, but because Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Yes. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the moment we enter thanksgiving into our prayer life is the moment we move into faith. Mm. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Oh, man. I I feel like we could have you on here for a whole hour. Um, And I, oh, gosh. Is there anything specific you want to end and wrap up our show. Um, I just, I, I think this is so important. And, and part of the course that I've created is all about leaning into your identity, beginning to speak it out. And then you can walk it out from, from that point. And, um, that, that declaration piece, um, what I have discovered and through Wendy and through you is that envisioning piece of where if I don't see it happening in the physical, it really helps to picture it in my mind of, okay, if I am light, then when I close my eyes and I picture in the spirit, what does that look like as I move through the day as light? Um, then I can actually really attach my belief to that as I am light. (laughs) I saw it in my mind and now I am actually fulfilling what I've already seen. Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to add to that or? Yeah, I've got, I wrote a couple books that are, um, one of them is called Declarations, uh, Unlocking Your Future, 30 Biblical Reasons Why We Make Declarations. I answer in here, if you have, you know, questions, biblical questions about declarations or objections that people share about, I answer that as well in there. And I wrote a book called You're Crazy If You Don't Talk to Yourself. <laughs> and it's my most powerful book on words. So if you really want some some real strong biblical uh, foundations for this, plus some real practical steps to take, those are two things that uh, I would refer you to. Okay. And then we also on our website, ignitinghope.com, we've got a lot of declarations, just lists, various lists. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people, why don't you just do an experiment? Why don't you do an experiment and start making declarations every day for 30 days? Now, I've got, uh, I carry around with me uh, a declaration clicker, an igniting <laughs> hope declaration clicker. And I love it. 
my goal is to make a hundred declarations a day minimum every day. And so like I'll, I'll, like I'll share this, uh, millions will be in heaven because of my life. Ooh. My prayers for my nation are working. Yes. Uh, uh, 2021 is going to be the best year of my life. My best year in my joy, my accomplishments and my victories. And, yes. you know, they're all based on the promises of God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if God won, are our futures as bright as the promises of God? Mm. So declarations are a way of staying in. So I would say do an experiment. Okay. And, but, and because, I'm a spiritual experimenter. I, I like to try things. Okay, I'm going to make a, a hundred declarations a day. Just see what happens. <laughs> and many of the things that I do that have been part of my life are because I tried something. Hmm. I'd recommend that. And then uh, I, I, I wake up when I wake up every morning. I pretty much say every morning, "This is going to be the best day of my life so far." Yes. This is going to be the best day of my life spiritually, relationally, financially, family-wise, influence-wise. And when I say it, I don't feel it at all. I'm almost <laughs> rarely in that moment to, right. I feel it. But I see declarations are like a sports team before a game. Sports okay. teams are in the locker room and declarations are a way to inspire yourself for your day. And okay. great leaders, great influencers learn how to inspire themselves. Mm-hmm. And sports teams don't win every game, mm. but they don't say to themselves, well, that didn't work. Let's be more pessimistic in the locker room next game. <laughs> That's true. No, they know. They know. They know that they that not only... Do they need to have uh, skills, uh, preparation, conditioning? They need to have fire. They need mm-hmm. to have passion. And so declarations are a way to add fire into our lives, add passion, add energy. Because I believe most people's tiredness is spiritual. Mm. And declarations are a way to actually inspire and fire us, yes. fire us up. Uh-huh. So go you can go to a hardware store get a tally <laughs> counter this is what this is okay just get, get one i mean you can get one a, a special igniting hope one if you want to go to our website but uh <laughs> you can get these anywhere and so just try it yes uh, if the, the, the books and things are so helpful as mm-hmm. well and I, I believe this and i've had so many testimonies of people who've got into declarations and saying that changed my life. Yes. Oh, 100%. And I I am definitely one of those people that it has changed my life. And um, I, I mean, Steve, you can see my book is well loved. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's tabbed. It's, you know, um, and it really has changed my life. And it, and so much so that when I have declared it, I'll notice myself repeating it later. If I've done it in the morning, I'll be like, oh yeah, I am. I I am covered by him. I my needs are going to be met and I am secure under his wing. You know, just continually reminding myself of that truth. And that is so important. Um so I appreciate you coming on here, Steve, and I will post a link of all of your website, um, your books and your clicker and all of those things. Um, again, I just appreciate everything that you and Wendy are doing and thank you for coming on holistic hearts today. Mm -hmm. 
It's an honor, and I bless you and the great calling that you have. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.